Welcome back to Talking Baseball. We got suspensions. We got brawls. We got team suspensions for going out and partying in Chicago. Let's do it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Talking Baseball. It is another it's been another wild week. We got game action. We got standings changing left and right. Suspensions, brawls, a lot of stuff going on. We're coming to you live here at the Roosevelt Studios in the Bronx. That's RSVLTS.com. You get some nice fun shirts like Jake and I are wearing right now. Jake is sitting to my left. BBD is behind the plate. Trevor is in California. We've got a fun show coming up. A lot of topics that we need Trev's input on. But before we do that, let me let you know who is bringing this show to you. Josh Donlevy, Randy Ackerman, Max Coza, William Luce, Lavaliers, Mike Sosnick, Dylan Strine, Zach Figiel, Nelson Escobar, Tyler Big Bigler, Billy Farmer. What a name. Mm. Alex Shy, Matthew Trupia. McLean Sawden, Brandon Martinez, Christopher DeVay, James Sullivan, Richard Przinski, Saad Subzwari. Saad Subzwari, that's cool. Been in the chat. Derek Falcon, Finn Han, Brandon Altman, Garen Werschmidt, Derek Falcon. Derek Falcon twice. Mm. Thanks, Derek. Jordan Fonville, Ryan Hayeshill, and Matthew Savalo. I think a lot of those were duplicates, so if you did get doubled up, congrats. Congrats. Jake, how are you doing? Doing well, James. We're running hot. You listened to the Rob Lowe interview yesterday or today, and Matt. Uh, I think the biggest takeaway, and again, we, we said it going into it. I mean, they're baseball fans. They're Dodger fans. It's really cool. Um, we got, you know, it's just a little follow-up at the the day we talked to them, uh, we talked about someone pitching the ninth inning, and that night Joe Kelly pitched the ninth, and they sent a picture, and they were, you know, it was a baseball family around the TV at 7 p.m. watching a baseball game. I showed that picture to my fiance Caitlin, yeah. and she's like starstruck. Oh, my God. It's just got a picture of Rob Lowe just sitting in his couch. Like, oh. yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's got the, frosted uh, tips. Flex. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we got that. We've got uh, – Mark Adonacio, the Brewers owner, coming tomorrow. He was very cool. Again, very unique interview. So we're we're doing well here. The baseball is good. We need those cards back on the field. Not sure if Trevor Plouffe has an update on that for us. But, uh, yeah, man, uh, otherwise things are good. I, we keep doing the Roosevelt Homer board, and you're starting to see the big names Whoa. come up there. You're starting to see the real names come up there. Tatis I mean, Tatis Judge team. Trout. Yeah. <laughs> like where it's happening. So baseball is good, man. Trevor, Trevor, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm looking at that homer board, and yeah. I told you guys I hate that over 20 homer bet. So and dumb. now they were seeing these balls. These I should have waited. I mean, I should have waited to give my judgment. Did you guys see some of the home runs that are going out of here? Not saying that Judge isn't hitting them hard enough or Tatis isn't hitting them hard enough, because they are. They are absolutely mashing baseballs. But as Jubal Cabrera... <laughs> Hit a home yeah, run yesterday. It was bad. Off, off your guy, Chase and Shreve. Yeah. It was, it's maybe the worst home run I've ever seen. It's, uh, you know, and there was we two had of them ep- yesterday. I forget who the other guy was, but this was bad. Yeah. I believe Meredith Wills. I believe what's happening last postseason is happening again. We have a grab bag full of baseballs. And I think that some guys aren't smart enough to throw away the bad ones. You see Verlander, you see Cole, you see a lot of these pitchers just throwing away balls they don't want to throw. Maybe Chase and Shreve, he doesn't know how to tell the difference yet, you know? Bounce it and get balls, a new one. These new balls are wound as tight as your shirt on your neck. I mean, these things mm-hmm. are like golf balls. You look good right there. now. Don't listen to him. Uh, I'm not the, a big fan the of Estrubal, that, Jim, but. The Estrubal Cabrera one yesterday was pretty tough. Good call by the announcer. It looks like a broken hat sing, broken bat single to left center. And then Even it's worse. The I thought it looked like a broken hat single. Broken hat single. That's Those are the worst, but... Uh, yeah, my guy Chasen gets screwed again. Give him a chance. No, he's actually been pitching all right. And it kind of uh, went, like, far for a home run. It too. went far, and, like, 
It's it, there's either two things like we we got the grab bag and you got some juice balls coming out, or we might have to look into a nationals thing because how are as Drupal Cabrera and Howie Kendrick just becoming beasts at the twilight of their career? Maybe a little fungo back ball. going on. I think it's the balls. Shout out Howie Kendrick uh, this week on Sequence. Not him, but I go over and at bat from his 2019 World Series. Are you familiar with him? Like, are you? You guys played a few matches against each other. So I, what I said on Sequence was like, look, this guy is like, if you ask big leaguers about Howie Kendrick, they're gonna just be like, this guy is a um, professional hitter. Like, that's what he is. Like, his swing is geared up. He's got, like, the kind of the Jeter inside-out thing. Like, always keeping his hands inside the ball. So, he's just a pesky at bat. When you deep dive into the numbers, nothing really stands out. Like, not even his batting average, which I thought was going to stand out to me. But he's done it for a long time. Like I said, he gets you – he gives you professional bats, so. I have not seen the Asdrubal Cabrera home run. I'm trying my darndest to find it. MLB doesn't make it incredibly easy for you. I was going to give you my live reaction to it. How you looking? I, I should be able to find it. Well, I have it on MLB.com slash video, which is where you should be able to watch it. The video just won't play. Okay. Um, it's yeah. The be- it's the best website. Ever. I don't know. I, re- I remember when Howie Kendrick came up, and he was he was a pretty big prospect, and it never fully came together. He was always nice. Um, but, yeah, it's cool to see it. I wonder if it's a... You know, a little bit of health, a little bit of, you know, you become older and wiser and maybe a little bit of juice in the balls, and that just yeah. raise, raises everything. But he's a he's a career 294 hitter, which, hey, that's pretty really good. Mm-hmm. 337 on base, a 768 OPS, which, okay, becomes a little more average. But, but I mean, with the Nationals, 319, 366 with an 888 OPS. So go get it. You know, he's he's always been a guy that barrels the ball. So if you have all of a sudden your baseball's acting like golf balls and, you, and all it takes is for you to barrel the ball. A little juice. A little adjustment and getting a little bit more um, launch angle. That's all it takes, man. Jimmy so, just watched the ass craps, Homer, and? Shreve looks great with the beard. He does, right? <laughs> yeah, he needed that. He looks like Barry Pepper even more now. <laughs> uh, the home run, I thought it was oppo. <laughs> But it's just, I don't know. It's bad. Someone does that to you in wiffle ball. I almost check the bat. I almost tagged you guys in Dr. Meredith Wills last night, but that's uh, it opens up a whole can of worms, and I was I was having a nice Yankees night off, so we'll get her another time. Yeah. All right. The first big right. news I want to talk about with you, Trev. I need your opinion on this whole Loriano, Centrone, Astros, Oakland fight. You saw, I mean, I'd made the breakdown video of it. You told me, nice job. I appreciate that. It was good. Thank you. Good job, buddy. Standing, Hard at, work. My, standing at my car with uh, the yeah. unlock button in my hand. And then I got the text from someone. <laughs> Just turned right back around and texted Katie and said, I won't be home. I won't Sorry, be babe. home. I won't got be a history home to for make. supper. You should see me when I get in that zone, Trev. It's scary. Jake Fine. tried to talk to me, and uh, he was like this. This I get just really zoned out. Me. I just didn't see him, and he was right in front of me. And then finally I saw him, and I, I got really, oh! Like I was doing the, like, <laughs> if you're at a deli or somewhere, and you're trying to get their attention, so you, like, you either stomp your foot a little bit or you bump into the window or something like that. I was doing, I was doing all the tricks, and nothing happened. So I was just like, then I was a foot away from Jimmy, and I was like, hey, if you don't see me now... So spooked him a little bit, but yeah, I think you. What was that? Two and a half hours straight of yeah. research and edit and laying the track. Yeah. So I go to this weird zone. It's fun, but it's yeah, fun. just completely blind. Enough sucking your d, Trevor. Thoughts? There's so much to to think about. Okay. All right, I mean, I'll give you some questions. <laughs> I I I could go. I mean, look. <laughs> when Lear, when Loriano walks down to first base, and it's like, dude, like. Okay, when you get hit with an off-speed pitch, everyone's always like, it's an off-speed pitch. If it hits you in the right place, it's still going to sting. He'd already been, hitting, or already been hit earlier in that game and then another time in that series. So I think this was his third time being hit. It starts to get annoying, whether it's a curveball or, or what. So I thought when he was walking down to first base and he was giving them the, just, just, you know, just come on, snap it a little more. I thought that was like, 
hilarious. That's some of the best humor I've ever seen on a baseball field. It, it was, was so good. calm about it too. Like he was playing it the right, perfect tone. <laughs> His facial now, expressions were hilarious. Astros fans are acting like that was really uncalled for, and it's like, no. I mean, if he was screaming and yelling, then it's uh, you know it's, but like that is as mundane and as fun as you can react just being a little dickhead like I, I agree Ramon but on purpose he was like that's something I would have done just being like hey man oh, yeah. you know just if you kind of snap it you probably won't hit me I don't care who it was I mean the most hated player in baseball whoever it is if he did that it's funny even A-Rod yeah. would make me laugh if he did that whoa maybe not <laughs> maybe not A-Rod. his his would be so much more premeditated yeah. like Loriano's was great I liked it. He go he goes starts to walk down to first base. Maldonado's got him. You think everything's over, and then you hear the chirping, and he hears the chirping. He starts chirping, and the thing about in when you're playing in Oakland, there's no railing. It's open. Right. So although the dugouts are kind of far away, it's a long walk, as we all know in Oakland. A lot of foul ground there. It's still open. It doesn't feel like you're in a dugout. You're just out there. So the chirping is different there. You know, there's no barrier. Whatever that means, there's still like a mental thing when there's a barrier in front of you. Like that stops you from doing things. There's no barrier here. Well, it's like Cintrone when he steps up and then and then steps closer. If he does that, behind, he can't do that behind a railing. So the lack mm. of a railing almost makes it like I'm on the field with you. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, and Cintron, look, I kind of gave him a hard time. He deserves it. But if he was just chirping, that's okay. Coaches chirp all the time. Is it stupid when they chirp? Yeah, but they're competitive guys too, especially former players. We heard Dusty Baker, who did he tell, like, get back in the box, mother effer? Didn't he just say that? Do you guys remember that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you uh, get – was it Mookie? It was, no, get, back on, get back! Get back on the mound, little fucker! Yeah, there it yes, is. yes. He said that. A really so, like, good impression by me. Yeah. That was pretty good. So, like, it happens. Like, <laughs> coaches chirp. Like, you don't want it to happen, but it happens. The thing that he messed up with, and he knows, and everybody has to just—they get it. You can't step to a player like that. Come on, not even step to him. Also, invite him in with your hand. Like the whole thing is outrageous. And then, of course. He realizes that he made a mistake when Loriano charges him. And he's like, well, even if I want to go out and fight him, that's like the worst case scenario. So I think he, I think what he did was actually the best case scenario. Like, I think he realized that this is stupid. I'm going to get in a lot of trouble for this. So he stayed back. Like, if he would have went and, like, went after Loriano, it would have been so much worse. And we would have been talking just as much about it. I think he did the right thing, even though he looks like a huge pussy. For lack of a better word, I'm sorry. That's like no. Well, he just didn't think Loriano would actually do it, which is so dumb. I don't yeah. love that Loriano did it either. Okay, like we can't just call Loriano a hero here because no, no. I no, get yeah. you can get egged on, but like this is your team, man, and like not only that, but you are no, but you're I will, risking I, people I, getting COVID. I don't fucking know. There's no guidelines in, in place for a reason. I totally agree that you know Loriano gets some. A lot of blame for actually charging. You shouldn't do that. But I think the heat of the moment gives Loriano a little extra cushion. Cintron's not in any heat of the damn moment, man. He's a 40-year-old coach. Like, he can sit back and chill, and he would not be thought lesser of. You know, he's supposed to be a peacemaker. So, no, it is I, a little... like because he think, got invited in, too. I mean, that's... If so, it's like as... Did the international symbol. What yeah. are you supposed the, to do to that? You and gotta dude, I, go, right? I mean, you just you just mentioned it. I mean, you get hit by an off-speed pitch. He's been hit twice in this game, and Jimmy just mentioned heat of the moment. And I love you guys know I love jumping around in different sports. I mean, Miles Garrett tried to kill Steelers quarterback with his helmet this year, and we ca- he got suspended. But you go heat of the moment, and like NBA guys, you see guys swinging and stuff. And Ramon Laureano gets hit by two pitches. The team that screwed them over, like. I mean, what do you think's going to happen? And I just uh, – we can talk about what you think your guess on suspensions are, but um, uh, they just better give Cintron a real one because, I mean, that's, I think he's done for that's the year. just such I think crap. He's, I think he's done for the year. I, You know, I say Loriano's at fault and he needs to have self-control, and he does. Like, But Cintron's 
egging you on, giving you this. Then apparently he said something about the mom. Right. Can and I, can you're I just talk got on hit. that There's real quick? There's so many things. Like, you kind of got to go. I don't. I, lo- I like Loriano. We met him. Sure. Really good guy. I do like Loriano. I don't buy the mom thing. Okay. It's used every time there's a fight. Pedro Martinez dropped it twice when he was mad at Jorge Posada. Like, he was like, well, he said something about my mom. And I think in certain cultures, that's a big no-no. So whenever you can't prove what was actually said, you kind of just said, I think well, he I said it about my mom. It. And then you get everyone backs you. I think it's an easy out when, you know, I think that the players use that a lot, knowing that they'll have some sympathy I would need to hear it. It's used so. I wish I could. I'm sure think we'll more be examples. able to find some audio, don't you think? Or did they? No, stop, you said no, they stopped the ballpark, right? They don't. They don't get offer the ballpark, and you can't. You can't hear. It's too loud. There's a lot of yelling. But if 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 you if you have that on your radar that he said something about my mom, you'll hear it almost every time there's a fight. There's there's look there's sayings in every language about the mom, and we and we kind of talked about this like sob like that's a really if you break it down that's a really yeah. Those Bad are my mom's initials. Say. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but also O'Brien's. in Spanish, you know, there's a there's a saying that you hear guys say all the time. I don't want to say it here. But mm. it's just like a thing. Like when you get mad, they say. I think maybe that's what it was. But it was a combination of everything. Loriano went for him. And then I think he realized it was dumb when he saw six guys standing in front of him. He saw his buddy uh, Dustin Garneau there. Dustin Garneau tackled him, which was great. Nice form yeah. tackle. Go for the midsection, you know? Yeah. That's where you aim for. And he did. Got him down to the ground. Afterwards, they both said, like, look, like that was the best thing for it. Yeah. And everyone realizes that. But uh, just a bad, bad look all the way around. Loriano is one of the A's best players, and he's going he's gonna to miss significant time. It'd be, it'd be, I'd be so surprised if it's less than eight games that Joe Kelly got. I'm oh, thinking yeah. it's going to be more. Oh, okay. So what do you think it's going to be? I don't know if you heard Jake and I's guesses. I haven't yet. I think it may be high, 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 high. Like, I think they they might want to set a huge precedent. I think it could be like 15 plus. It, it I could wouldn't be, put my th- money down on that. I'm just saying I wouldn't be shocked. But the outrage, like, they'd have to do something crazy to Cintron then. He's, then if that's the case, they're going to give Loriano 15 games and Cintron's out for the year. Dude, the Astros should fire him. And <laughs> they won't because they're a terribly run organization and they embrace this. More than anything, but yeah. And also, if the Astros fired him, it'd be the same shit with Lynch or <laughs> Lynch with um, Hinch and uh, Lou now, where the league gifted the Astros an out. Like, okay, we'll just suspend him, but you have to fire them so you guys can look like the good guys. It'd yeah. be the same situation. And, and in all honesty, who cares if Alex Centrone is there or not? <laughs> like, it doesn't affect yeah. their team at all. It doesn't affect you know, the sport. Of it affects baseball. the A's a ton. Like I don't think I don't think MLB should suspend him for the season or anything, I but I do should. think if the Astros wanted to change their perception, right, they would be like, you know what, that guy's out. We here. don't want that in we our organization. We don't want that in our organization. Look, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, okay, they do. What's if they don't do that? What's to stop another team from being like, hey, coach, take one for the team right here, go egg that guy on, get him suspended for the playoffs. We'll pay your fine, whatever. Like that's a dangerous game you play right there. Yeah, and that's that's the biggest thing. And I mean, we haven't said the word that's that. Unfortunately, I think is going to give a lot of credence to Jimmy's thought process is COVID. I mean, I said that right. it it's it's not due to Houston, Oakland, and Oakland being screwed the past three years by you know a cheating ball club. It's not Loriano getting hit by a pitch. It's supposed to be that these teams are not supposed to brawl this year. Yeah. I mean, Kelly was supposed to be the example for not brawling with the Astros. This is supposed to be the anti-COVID. So I, I unfortunately do think it could be big. I think if you're Manfred, and if I'm Loriano in the A's, I am screaming about Cintron. You're right, Trev. Yeah. Like, he, whatever he gets better be significantly higher than Ramon Loriano. I'm thinking Loriano gets eight games. He, how, gets, how? he gets baited into the dugout yeah. in the heat of battle after being hit by two pitches. I mean, that's terrible. And I, I do think, and again, I get a little optimistic sometimes, and maybe I have the blinders on. I could see it coming in at 15, maybe 15 max. I'm hoping if that's the case, it's maybe 15 negotiated down to 12. Um, I'm hoping it's lesser because the other thing that was important about the Joe Kelly thing, yes, they were trying to send a message, 
But also, he is a reliever. Like, eight games, I know you can do the multiply by 2.7, blah, blah, blah. Loreano plays every day. That's what I Joe mean. Kelly, Joe Kelly in eight games is probably going to throw three innings pitch. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, that suspension ends up being fine. Loreano bats second for that team. He's got a 400-plus on base. He's one of the best defensive center fielders in the game. I hope baseball has their heads wrapped around it pretty well. But like Jimmy's saying, I mean, you do want to set the example, and it's COVID. They don't want another brawl to happen all season. Yeah. Like, they don't want that at all. Even though baseball's been, like, the most talked-about sport, and you have NBA and NHL back, and it's actually been really good. I haven't even watched one NBA game. And by the way, how about you make the example of Cintron? That's what I. That's what I'm saying. The guy I think who, they do but, that. But Loriano will be part of that. Oh, absolutely. That, yeah. but. I think eight games because they they like to set the precedent and stick to it. You can't just keep moving the precedent. That's not how things work. So yeah, you set the baseball. precedent <laughs> at eight. Loriano comes a week later, and you're going to give him 15 for a position player. That seems excessive to me, especially with how it all went down. But the one thing that I do love about this, as we were kind of finding out about Alex Centrone and all this shit. Your guy, Phil Nevin, told Alex Bregman, if you guys remember this, this was last year, he told Alex Bregman, go tell your coach I'm going to kick his fucking ass. (laughs) And it was Alex Centrone because apparently Alex Centrone flipped Phil Nevin off. So this is is like a hilarious thing. Like, Centrone, chill out, bro. Like, you had your day. Like, you played in the big leagues. Now, just like, take your guys in the cage. Dude, I hate to say it. That's their culture. Yeah. There was a quote about Cintron from someone up that said he was the driving force of the Astros culture. Someone like from the Astros organization said that about him. So, and, I, uh, Trevor, I, I, a couple things. I love the point you made um, about the field being Oakland and without the bars. Because normally you just have the coach with his arms hanging up, mm-hmm. talking smack, popping off. And that could neutralize the whole situation because yes. Loriano probably says a couple choice words back. You keep the ball game moving. So I thought that's pretty interesting. Um, the other thing, I had someone, uh, Wake and Jake, add, if you like sports, go check it out. I've been asking people to comment a lot, bake the algorithm. And someone said, because we've been hyping up this Astros bullpen that's like nine rookies and they've been shoving. Guess what? And we talked about this with Talking Yanks. One of the oldest baseball like idioms is like, hey, if you're a kid coming up, you just better be able to throw strikes. Hey, all these rookies are pretty talented, but can they get the ball over the plate? And by the way, if they can't, you've got the one team in baseball that you're not supposed to retaliate against. <laughs> the whole thing is so screwed up. Um, and it's and it again, it ties back into the Astros culture, which if you're an Astros fan and you're still listening to us, we appreciate you so much. There's probably not a ton of you. But the culture thing is so messed up because, remember, spring training, we're going to get these big apologies. Here it's here it comes. Uh, Marwin Gonzalez gives a heartfelt one for the Twins. Uh, somebody else. Was it Marisnik? kind of did. And then we go to the Astros, and they had to apologize for their non-apologies to start <laughs> off. Like, this team still thinks they did nothing wrong. Reddick, after the game, comes out with a quote that's like, I hope the target's not any bigger on our back now. What? Like, these guys have now, they were living in a bad culture. That bad culture did not get punished significantly enough. I tweeted that, and someone's like, oh, they didn't get punished, bro? GM, manager, and draft picks? The players don't give a damn about any of that. And Chris Bassett came out and said something like, look, we feel like there's a double standard here. Like, when you face the Astros, you feel like you can't do anything. You can't play the game for fear of getting in trouble, which is crazy because they didn't get into any trouble. <laughs> They're the bad guys. Yeah. It's insane. The, the, the quote was from uh, Lunal, GM, in 2017. Um, or no, Tom Koch-Wesser, Director of Advanced Information, sent an email to Jeff Lunal that said, Cora, Beltron, and Cintron were crucial and driving uh, the culture with Bregman and Vigio. I don't know who that is. Um, they, I have no proof that it has worked, but we get real good dope on pitchers tipping and being lazy. That information, if it's not already, will eventually yield major results in our favor once players get used to the implementation that he said Cora, Cintron, and Beltron did. And they said Cintron was a driving culture in the sign-stealing operation, yet he was not named in the Manfred's report. So, I mean, he is that culture. He, he's the culture that they should try and 
to they should be trying to run away from, but they have decided to act like they're victims and embrace. So we'll see. Look, they got a new GM there. Was it James Click is his name? He's got a decision ahead of him. I think that he knows what to do. But we haven't even yeah. had a statement from Cintron. No, he said he was sorry. He said he was embarrassed and he was sorry. When did that come out? I didn't even see it. Was it like him addressing the media or just a statement? Through Dusty Baker, I think. Oh, that's not that ain't it, coach. Like if you want if you want to call guys out on the field, get your ass in front of a uh microphone and talk about it. Like you don't get to hide like you hid behind the other coaches and your players, bro. Yeah. It's funny that Dustin Garneau and Ramon Laureano are like friends. Yeah, that happens a lot in those brawls, man. Just find your buddy. The Garneau quote. The Garneau quote was really good. I forget what it was, but he's like, "Yeah, I saw Ramon Lor- Ramon coming in, and my only thought was like neutralize this. So I did. Yeah. <laughs> so I grabbed him, took him to the ground, and it it really was the best case scenario for it. I saw a local um, uh, sports writer in LA said like, just like back in the day, he played he played football at. And at some high school in Los Angeles somewhere, and this guy was like, "We've seen him do it as a he was a quarterback and the safety or something like that." So he's got yeah. skills. Yeah, his senior year he switched over to safety. Did hear that making the rounds? I saw somebody mention this name in the chat, uh, Dusty Baker, who obviously when he took this job, he knew what he was getting into, and he definitely said the right words in the interview too. That you're gonna have to have these guys back. Like you can't be like. Yeah, you know, they cheat a little bit, but here we are. Like, I think the right words were, do you want the job? <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's what I was going to ask you guys because I, I forget. I think I was watching either the rest of that game or another game, and they were talking about Dusty Baker's resume, and he's got all these wins, like so much managerial success. He doesn't have the World Series. There's kind of a debate if he's a Hall of Famer or not. And maybe he is. Uh, you know, Dusty Baker's a name that if you're familiar with baseball, you're familiar with her. I, I'd have to get into the numbers a little more, but – I don't know. It's just kind of weird in hindsight that, like, now that I'm looking, like, I feel like Dusty Baker might have compromised himself to try to get that World Series with this team. And I don't know. That just feels kind of weird. And Well, weirded me out realizing they didn't clean house with the coaching staff. And uh, yeah. Quentin Hubner's in the, in the uh, patron chat, so I'll see if he has any info for me. But, like, when head – when managers change, usually – the coaching staff changes. Like when, when Girardi left the Yankees, the first base coach, the third base coach, the the uh, bench coach all left. And same thing kind of with Torrey to Girardi. Like maybe there's one that carries over. So I, I don't know. I guess because they never cared and maybe they wanted Hinch. I don't know. I, it just I was like they kept him. But I, I think that just goes to they don't – they're playing victim rather than it was our problem and they're not changing the culture at all there. So – I don't know, but did did anyone did anyone else change? Was it just Lunau and Hinch, and they just have like dummy replacements? I couldn't tell you. Sure. We need some actual people here. I'm I, yeah. I became so sick yeah. of talking about it, yeah. but here we are again, still talking about it because there was no punishment. How about Reddick saying like we don't want this to put a bigger target on our back? What just I what I it. feel for are the guys that had no part of that that are on the Astros. Yeah, I wouldn't like want to go sucks. there. Like, people are getting traded over there. It'd be like, damn. Uh, Quentin says that everyone stayed except for Hinch, Espada, because he wanted to go be a head coach other places, Pettis, the third base coach, and uh, – oh, no, everyone else stayed. Espada, Pettis, and Cintron all stayed. So they all stayed. That's weird to me. Like, I Dusty like, Baker like is such a dummy manager then. A little bit. Like, how could you have any say or change anything when – Every the players, the scouts, the bench coach, the you know everyone else is from the old regime. Like Dusty's gonna come in and change anything? There's no way. So that's feels like just very much a dummy position. So I don't know why Dusty took it. Trev, we've we've definitely done this a, a couple times, but the chat was just asking what like what's your biggest brawl? Like I say baseball brawl, and where does your head jump to? I think you said you had bigger minor league ones yeah. in major league. Did I dream that? No, minor leagues for sure. Had one in Burlington, West Virginia. A couple guys went to the hospital. Actually, both Jesus. of my big brawls. Okay, Trev. <laughs> yeah, and I'm serious. Um, yeah. The second one was actually against the Yankees team. Uh, we were in New Britain. Yeah. And who was their team there? Their double-A team. 
Trenton Thunder, yeah, Columbus Trenton, Clippers, Trenton. Trenton. So we uh, same guy pitching. One of my good buddies is actually a pitching coach in the Twins organization now. Uh, got charged like the nicest guy. Just got charged twice by hitters, and I was in the field. I was a shortstop for both of them. Um, but in the big leagues, nothing crazy. We've had a, obviously benches cleared, but nothing crazy where big punches are thrown. I think guys are more. They don't want to get fined, dude. Yeah. yeah, you know, well, and it's just not worth it. It's really not worth it. I think everyone has that mindset. Every once in a while, you'll get guys that are just like so fucking pissed or frustrated. Like it happens. But Did you guys see Maldonado's mask? What happened there? Was there any punches so thrown good. in this brawl? Geared up? No, I no, don't think so. The weirdest, thank God. The weirdest thing, and I hope I didn't blow up their spot, but is Austin Allen, the A's catcher, running up to Maldonado like a goalie fight. And then Barreto somehow coming away with Maldonado's mask. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. was interesting. Weird. I don't know how that happened. I mean, look, if you're a catcher, keep the gear on for sure. Uh, why not? As long as didn't you can. Dozier, didn't Dozier or someone we interviewed said there was a fight and they took someone's gloves or something and they threw them into the stands? Who was that? <laughs> I forget. That, that was on here. <laughs> that's good. That, that's that's that a good That was funny, role. yeah. Did was, you hear the Houston announcers? That was good. Trev? Mm-mm. Can I play it for Trev and get his read on it? It's like one minute. Okay. Yeah. Um, so there's uh, – could go to Quentin again. I don't know who the play-by-play guy is, but the other guy's name is – Jeff Bloom. Jeff Bloom, who's the color the analyst. Player. Yeah. So the play-by-play guy is – you know, he's pandering to his audience because he's got Houston fans and he's trying to act like what Loriano did was the most disrespectful thing ever. And the play-by-play is kind of going along with him. And then at the end – Todd Callis is play-by-play. At the end, they see Cintrone. And it's the second time they saw Cintrone, and they just ignored it the first time, say, come here. And you can hear at the very end, Jeff Bloom go, ugh. Just he's trying so hard to defend the Astros the best he can. And then it it cuts to the Cintrone camera angle. And he just Seems to not be working. So he just was like, oh, man. Oops. Yeah, he was he was doing everything he could to give Astros the benefit of the doubt, and then it cuts in, and he just lets out this big, oh, God. Damn it. <laughs> There's um, no defending it. I've, uh, I, I think we're trying to set up the here, Bluetooth. I, I can just do it this way, BBD. Oh, here we go. But that was a breaking ball. Nobody likes getting hit, but that was a breaking ball. But Lariano is the one who kind of initiated the process by complaining about being hit by a backup slider for the second time in this ball game. He okay. brought the attention to himself in the Astros dugout, took umbrage. And like you said, TK, there's not much other other voices going on out there, so you're going to hear everything. He got hit by Brandon Bailey earlier in the game. And then Umberto Castellanos, who is a taxi squad player, wasn't even on a spring training roster this year, and was mostly a Class A pitcher last year, came into an emergency situation with Round Rock a few times. See Alex Cintron saying, "Come on, I've heard enough from you." And there goes Lariano. And well, well, <laughs> it's so funny, dude. It's like Bloom is just listening to the play-by-play guy make excuse after excuse. Like Lariano's not allowed to be upset. Yeah. And then he just goes, Whoa. "Yeah, I mean, what are you supposed to say?" To We're that? the bad guys again. I've got last quick one before we move on. Do you guys think even one percent? Ramon Laureano's on first base. You know, he's thinking about it. He's got a lot of thoughts running through his mind. Runs hot. Hot guy. Do you think there's a, any part of him that's like, you know what? That whole Joe Kelly Astros thing kind of worked out good for Joe Kelly's brand. No. I don't know. I'm just saying. He's rep by Easton. He's a stud. I'm just saying. That guy's nah. trying to get paid. He don't care about just... social media clicks. He's like, let me continue hey. mashing the baseball. Double those social Tell media Billy clicks. Tell Billy Bean to get off his wallet and give me some money. Get which paid. We dropped the free Ramon shirts because they're so good, but people complained we didn't put the tilde in his name, so we might have to change that. Yeah, okay. let's go. Come on, guys. It's 2020. Come on. I always copy and paste from Google because I don't want to miss the tildes. Someone, I think Loriano has both. Like in this tweet, look, Cintron. I got it. Nailed it. I don't want to miss those. Nailed it. Um, all right, let's move on. We're going to talk about... The Indian situation. Before we do. We're going to talk about the Cardinals, Stroman, playoff bubble. Oh but first, God. I got to talk to you about DraftKings. The hits literally keep on coming from one MMA event to the next. They grow in excitement and anticipation. And UFC 252 is no different 
with two of the sport's most respected fighters stepping into the octagon this weekend. There is no better place to get in all the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. For this weekend's fight, DraftKings is offering all new users the opportunity to bet $1 to win $250. Those are some great odds. To celebrate this weekend's huge event, DraftKings Sportsbook is offering new users the opportunity to bet $1 and win $252 when placing one bet on the big fight. Head to the app right now and check out all they have to offer, including fighter props, round-by-round betting, and so much more. Plus, with basketball's playoffs right around the corner, DraftKings Sportsbook is offering $10 in free bets to use one in-game action for every day of the rest of the first round of the playoffs. It's safe, it's secure, it's reliable. Jake uses it all the time. He wins so much money. Jake walks into Rich. the office every day with just check out all the money I made. Lots of cash. Check out all the money I made. Who needs money? Who needs money, office? <laughs> just, yeah, got this. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code JOHNBOY when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can bet $1 to win $252 on this weekend's main event. Who you got winning, Jake? Dude. Uh, I think I'm going Cormier, man. Let me talk about each of their fighting styles. So Miocic, he's a big guy. Cleveland he got guy. the best. Got the best. Uh, it's going to be an awesome fight. I love UFC. Please, watch watch UFC this weekend as a flip channel to baseball. Okay. Uh, Quentin Huebner in the chat said, you should shock the world and make Astro shirts. Give us some ideas. I'd be love to hilarious. do that. It'd be really funny to make a pro and Astro shirt in the middle of all this. Come on, we're nice. For a limited time, all new users can bet $1 to win 252 I already said that. That's right. DraftKings Sportbook is going all out for new users by offering them the chance to win $252 when placing a bet of $1 on this weekend's big fight by using code JOMBOY. That's J-O-M-B-O-Y. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey only. Other teams and conditions and restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. Oh, thanks, Teddy, for finishing off that ad read for us. Yeah, that was Trev's son, Teddy, at the end there, uh, doing a really good job. Residuals. Pay that man. (laughs) (laughs) Love that money. Uh, Trev. We got a crazy situation for anyone that doesn't know. The Indians uh, self-suspended Plesak, one of their star pitchers who's been doing really well for them because he was out partying in Chicago after shoving seven innings pitch one on a run. They had a team meeting. They said, we can't do that. We have to hold everyone accountable. I believe Clevenger had some quotes about like, yeah, it's just a trust thing. We need to trust everyone, all that. So they do that. We kind of all applaud, say, yeah. Jake says, well, he wasn't pitching for eight games anyway. So, But still, good job, good job, good job. Take it serious. You got Cookie Carrasco on the squad. He is a cancer survivor, underlying symptoms. We can't fuck around here. Clevenger, turns out, was out with Plesak that same night. And when Plesak got in trouble, Plesak didn't rat in his boy Clev. Cleb didn't rat on himself, and then somehow they find out, oh, Cleb, you were there too? Oh, you're suspended as well. So now Clev is suspended from the team as well. Two out of their five starters. Trev, very, very interested to hear as an ex-player what you have to say on this whole situation. I had a mean tweet ready to go Ooh. yesterday. It's still in my drafts. But I took a deep breath because I wanted to, like, think about this situation a little bit more slept on it thought about it and i just can't shake my initial feeling which is like what the fuck are you guys doing like they both jimmy the quotes that you reference reference were from july 30th with mike clevenger so before this incident zach plesak on july 3rd they're both talking about how we need to be responsible i saw something about clevenger saying hey trevor bauer left I think this is on your uh, in your episode with them. He said, uh, Corey Kluber left, excuse me, and uh-huh. now I have some shoes to fill as the leader in the clubhouse. I have to get there early. I didn't have to think about those things before. Now I do. I understand the role I'm in, and I need to do that. It's a new thing for me. Well, you didn't do it. Cookie Carrasco decided that he was going to play because he thought that you guys had a team that could win the World Series. Cookie Carrasco also has leukemia. He has underlying health issues that when presented with a virus like COVID, 
could literally potentially kill him. Okay, but he's trusting his teammates and saying, I hope you guys don't do anything because you're going to put me and other people in jeopardy. I defended Plezak a little bit when I thought it was just him. I said, this guy's a young guy in Chicago. Like any other year, that's a dream scenario. You go out, you have a great time, can't do it this year. It's a slip up. Then to hear that Clev was there with him, went to a team meeting, flew home with the team, and then got caught. Still didn't come forward, got caught. There's no, there's no other reaction to have other than like, like I said, what the fuck are you guys doing? It's so disappointing. This team has so much potential. We've been talking about how good they've been. Clevenger's stepping up into that role. Yeah, you got Bieber there, but Clevenger's been there longer. I would say he's, he's the guy that guys go to there. He should be. But how can you do it anymore? How can you, I mean, with a, a mistake like that, people are allowed to make mistakes, but this is bad, dude. This is just pure selfishness. There's, there's no other way to put it. Well, and now, what does Cookie say to these guys? What does Tito say to these guys? Yeah. D- depends you know Tito on, don't like this shit. Depends on how those you know relationships already are. And, you know, it almost cuts into friendship and how you believe a person. And, you know, do you, do you believe it is an honest mistake? And that's where... That's where, what's what's the honest mistake? Well, okay, I'll, so it's not an honest mistake. It's not an honest mistake. I take that back. But it's a what, selfish fuck up. What this story went from was a dumb young guy pitches good. He says, "I'm going to see my buddies, grab a beer or two. Probably won't be a big deal, right?" And then he comes back. The team unifies. They say, "You're not welcome here, man. Like we are not doing this this year." Um, and yeah, I do think uh, it would have been interesting if they had like a eight games in seven days type situation coming up to see if they still would have kicked him off the team. They do have a double off week, off days this week, so I think if there was a time to send this, this message, it, it worked out conveniently. But it went from young, dumb guy, unified team, like, Zach, if you give a good apology, you know, we kind of get it, man. Like, But you, you have to think of the bigger picture. Let's move on. Let's be unified, too. Clev, who's supposed to be the team leader... You know the team leader on this team, like you said. You know he was stepping in from Kluber. He had that was the whole clip uh, that came out with the John Boy on on uh, Bowers Bauer Bite show um, that you know he was late for weigh in or whatever, and then he read he read the long, wrong time, and then he realized like holy smokes, like Kluber has been that guy. He's been the role model. He I want to be that guy. I need to be that guy. And then to have this come out a couple days later with Carrasco, you're talking about three of five guys on the starting pitching staff. Uh, you know, you you got Clev and you got Plesac with Carrasco. Um, you know, those five guys are supposed to be a united crew. They're the guys you see in the stands, and they're talking pitch grips, and they're talking golf, and they're talking everything. Um you know, and for the Indians, who their pitching's been so good and they've gone off to this great start. Hey, you know, again, you hope everyone's sorry and there's genuine apologies. And well, he did. Again. He didn't just do one thing. That's kind of like what pisses me off, and that's what like I keep trying to cool down a little bit about the situation. But as I think about it more and more, it's like, okay, you fucked up and went out. There's your first fuck up. Then you let your boy take the rap for it. Drive home in a rental car from Chicago to Cleveland. Didn't yeah. say anything. Have a team meeting about it. Didn't say anything. Fly home with your team. Close quarters. Fly home with your team. Like, you fucked up a bunch, bro. Like, that's telling about somebody. Like, like, it's not that you're just trying not to get in trouble. You're actively putting people at risk. Every step of the way. I agree with everything you guys are saying. I want to say this. If you think there's a guy in your favorite team... That hasn't gone out after a game. There has. The Indians are just being more responsible than 29 other teams right now. And I bet this sets a precedent around the league. Like, oh, other teams are probably going to... Like, I bet you, I guarantee, other guys have gone out and they're just not getting in trouble. 100%. But not every team has a guy in their pitching starting rotation that has the key. Exactly. And I think, but like, we're talking about precedent with the suspension... 
from the league on Loriano. I think maybe the Indians are trying to set a precedent around the league. Like, everyone take this more damn seriously because there will be consequences if you go out. The Marlins, you fucked up the Phillies' whole thing. The Cardinals, someone fucked up your whole thing, whether it's accidental or not. Like, you know, I think, you know. Should we read the quotes? Because they're kind of. They're kind of telling in this whole thing. They're, it's, what it's quotes? Do, it's if you have though. quotes, read them. All right, Zach Plesek on July 3rd. Quote, there are common sense situations where you see things are packed or going out to the bars and drinking, doing stuff Ooh. like that. Isn't stuff that's really important to us right now and shouldn't be important to us right now. We're given this privilege to play to be able to come back and play and given the short window to even play, blah, blah, blah. You said it. You, you know, do as I say, not as I do. Breaking My, news. Centrone suspension. 20 games. Largest ever against an MLB coach. Should be more. I'm satisfied largest ever. At least they, like, made it the harshest a coach has ever been suspended. Adds up in the times. But I do think if the the Astros wanted to take things into their own hands, they should, but they won't. I need to see it juxtaposed to Loriano's. If it's you might, tw- if it's you might be getting the same. If it's twenty and ten, I think I'm okay with it. If it's twenty and fifteen, I'm not. Yeah. Anyway, go back to the quote. Sorry, Trev, that was No, it's okay. Was- I look, I I am not I think it should be way more than that, but um interesting it came back so fast. Yeah. This is the one that's like kind of like, man, this one's gonna get thrown back in his face a lot. Mike Clevenger, July thirtieth, not too long ago. This is from the Athletic. Quote, having that trust in your teammates is a big thing. It's a big thing on the field. If you feel your teammate doesn't trust you off the field, how are you going to feel like he trusts you when you get between the lines? Well, I guess we're going to have to find out, Mike. Like, Yeah. I would like to know, has there been any information confirmed or not about like where they went, what they did? Was it like a nightclub? Was it a buddy's house? I heard that there are security guards there. And the reason that Clev didn't get in trouble right away was that he just didn't come home. So they didn't see him entering the building again. That's what I heard. I don't know if that's been confirmed or not. Mm. You know, Jimmy, you kind of, JJR today, you were in the chat and you kind of started a theory. Do you want to talk about that on here? Well, it's pretty easy to get some watercolor tattoos and a wig and just fake be Clevenger at a nightclub in a opposing yeah. city. White Sox live in Chicago. I just saying. I asked Just saying, I don't know. I mean, the, was it really Clevenger or you know, do we need a tattoo matchup or some pictures? I don't put this against the White Sox. Um, you know, Bro, you know, Clev would be on his Twitter typing in those ridiculous fonts, being like, this isn't me, and he'll add some inspirational quote behind it. BBD is giving me a face of panic. Did he say something on Twitter? Yeah, he tweeted a picture of him and uh, Plesak. No. But I hit the pass and button. I have news. Okay. Moving forward. Uh, Loriano five games. Loriano five games? There you go. go. That's what I'm talking about. Let's go, baseball. They blame Centron. That's perfect. Because he, sh- they should have. Baseball did good. Let's go. I am shocked, but happy about it. Bobby Manfred. That is coming from Nightingale, to be fair. Yeah, coming from Nightingale. So Ooh. here, oh, oops, it was 50. <laughs> so wait, Sunshine has not tweeted anything since. No, someone must have retweeted an old picture of him and Plesak with one of those so. quotes. I just typed Bobby into Twitter like that was going to bring in Nightingale. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, the other... Our, my other fake theory, um, piggybacking off John Boys, is what if, you know, Plesak maybe had a nice night out. Maybe he brings back, you know, basketball player, volleyball player, long hair, wearing, wearing the shoes, gets confused for Clevenger. I don't know. I've got theories. Oh, man. <laughs> I like that you didn't know where that was heading for I a second. I didn't know where that yeah. was going. I'm tweeting, did not expect it to be so low, but glad it is. Centrone, the bad guy, confirmed. MLB confirmed. I'm happy because, I mean, I the five games is great. I, 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 can't, I think it's, they took into, the, into consideration that Loriano does play every day. Joe Kelly pitches, will pitch three innings in those yeah. three days. So that's I good. just thought they were going to lay down the hammer because they don't want this to happen again. Fucking everyone, everyone go fight. No, 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 no. 
If someone points at you and gives you the international fight me sign from the Matrix movies, even go Bobby fight. Manfred knows that. That's that's the thing. That's shocking to me. That's a bit. awesome. Good day. Five games. Oh, I hope Loriano appeals too. Get to three kids. There, that is Keep not, fighting. That's nothing for charging a dugout <laughs> in the middle of a pandemic. He got baited, man. Yeah. He got baited. And to think about Joe Kelly got eight games for missing somebody. <laughs> yeah, the Dodgers have I to think be his like, appeal what the- is supposed to come today. Uh, yeah, Joe Kelly's appeal day. That's funny, man. How about that? Live, baby. Live. That's awesome. News. All right, the other topics we have here is Stroman opts out. He gets his service time, opts out, leaves the Mets in the wind. They traded some prospects for him. They got 11 starts on a third-place team and no starts this year. Trev, you had the tweet. Players do the, or Teams do this to players all the time. The Yankees are currently doing it to Miguel Andujar and keeping him in the minors to get an extra year of control. The Yankees did it to Tommy Canely. The Yankees did it to Brandon Droy. The Yankees did it to Clint Frazier. The Yankees did it to Glaber Torres. This is all the time. All Teams the time. take advantage of service time to benefit themselves. You cannot blame Stroman. The only thing that sucks, in my opinion, I guess I'll go first, Stroman talks a lot of game. A lot about how him and the Mets are coming this year. Look out for us. Look out for us. He also said, do you think I would have thrown 90-pitch bullpens to try and get ready for this season if I was just going to rope-a-dope and opt out? Yeah. Otherwise, it would have been a bit more obvious, but I still don't care if you rope-a-dope and opt out. You're allowed to – if they fuck over players, players can fuck over teams. But if you're a Mets fan, that sucks. Yeah, what I was talking about with him, I called it a finesse. And I'm not saying Stroman orchestrated this whole thing and never wanted to pitch. That is not what happened. Look, the guy was excited. Yes, he does talk a lot. I kind of dig that. Um, Gets a calf injury, okay? Calf injury, mind you, he's a free agent after this year. He understands how many days he has to be on the 40-man to get that service time. Has the calf injury. It's the middle of a pandemic. Am I going to work my way back and then come in and hurt my free agent value? This is the perfect time for him to say, nah, I'm going to ride into the sunset. I'm going to go make sure I'm clean. Let me get back up, get back up to 90 pitches to show I'm completely healthy. And look, man, the best thing for me and my family is for me to not play. I don't need these games. I don't need to take uh, these extra innings on my arm. Maybe I get hurt after busting my ass my entire life to be able to reach free agency, like, look, this was a business decision. Could he have came back? Obviously, probably he could have came back, but he's protecting himself. He's worked hard to get to this point. I do not fault him at all, especially when you put it up against the backdrop of what teams do to players year after year after year. The Mets got finessed. There's really no other way to look at it. And what are you going to do? You know what I think? Player, they're like, hey, you let his team down. I think the team's like, you know what? That just gives somebody else an opportunity. Somebody's going to get his innings. Stroh didn't need those innings. Somebody else is going to get him. I do think it affects his free agency a lot. Really? I don't. Yeah. Why? Because I don't. I teams don't. that like him are still going to like him. Teams that didn't like him aren't going to like him. If he shoved this year, I think he would have got more money. I don't think he's going to get a, a lot. Or uh, he's. He doesn't, arm. he doesn't project to last a while, so he's one year older, and he could have really used a bigger, a big season. Um, now he hasn't pitched for a year. I don't know. I mean, coming off 2019, his combined stats, 32 starts, 3-2-2 ERA, 184 innings. Yeah. I mean. I, I, I'd hold out for that, too. Uh, an it's MLB. just, you know, look, and most guys sign insurance policies. Maybe he didn't do that and he's like fuck like, he'll get big money up. i just think if he pitched and performed he would have got big money pitchers like, always get big money yeah. wheeler got a ton of money i mean yeah i wouldn't uh wheeler's got a little more upside with the stuff and how he's projected a little bit but i mean stroman's gonna get paid like a two three starter that hits free agency um, if you're a mets fan i get how it could be deflating a little bit sucks. but just add it onto the pile right i mean yeah. a lot of things going on but you got to put yourself in his shoes. Yeah, and, and that's like, look. That was a really good point about the players, Trev, because you know we we speculate a lot, and as fans, you you hope stuff and blah blah blah. 
from the vibe we've gotten pl- from almost every player realizes it's a business because it is. It's their lifestyle. So I bet the Mets kind of, you know, gave us shucks, like really wish we had that guy. But I don't think anyone is mad from from any player we talk to. I, I, I would expect their reaction to be the same thing, like would love to have that dude. But I get it, man. Like you said, Marcus Stroman is now, he's 29 years old. He has spent the last... 15 years doing everything he could to make it to this point. <laughs> That's yeah, nuts. You know, remember that, that, that season that he tore something, his ACL or whatever the hell it was, comes back in like six months or less than six months, like four and a half months and pitches in the playoffs. Like this guy's put a lot of work to get where he's at. Yeah. Like him or not, like I know he's a polarizing figure in MLB. A lot of people don't like his antics, what he does. Will I've he be really attached to a draft to pick? Like it. I think they have to offer him a qualifying offer. I believe he will. Yeah, I'm just interested. Are qualify offers in this year? Wasn't that Who one of knows? the things I they were talking about? So many things in and out. Yeah. 30 years old. He reminds me of like a little lesser than Keiko when he had the draft kit. He could get what Keiko got, whatever, like a four Yeah, but year, no one wanted Keiko when he had a draft pick attached to him. No one wanted like, 60. People waited till the draft pick was out. You got a 30 year old pitcher with bad peripherals. I think Keuchel's numbers had shot down. Like, Strowman's stuff has stayed the same. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. He's also we'll super see. marketable. Teams like that. That makes sense for a lot of teams, especially yeah. in a year where they got to do a lot of things to get eyeballs in the game. Yeah. So, Like, Keuchel, Keuchel went from 2015, Cy Young winner, you know, almost a strikeout per inning, to when he hit free agency – he, I mean, he was striking out. Much, he would led the league in hits allowed. Like, he was on a tough trajectory. Troman's kind of been on the same thing. So, we'll see. If you're a Mets fan, absolutely sucks. Um, says Metsy as a getsy. Is it comfortable now? Are you comfortable in, like, the pile of filth? What do you, do you mean? Know what I mean? Like, is it just, like, are you comfortable, like, with all the things going on? Like, oh, yeah, it's just one more thing going on. That feels right. It feels at home for us. It's like you almost don't want anything good to happen if you're a Mets fan because that'll feel really weird. Oh, so wow. the only thing that's relatable is being a Knicks fan and you just kind of expect failure, failure and you expect this. I think no if, you're a Met, <laughs> if you're a Mets fan, you're just at the point every year where you've hyped yourself up for the season and then Syndergaard goes down. And now Strowman's opting out. And you're just, today's the day you look in the mirror and you're it's like, I got tricked again. And the Mets will probably do the other thing that they do to bait in those fans. Wouldn't it be shocked to see them get hot late in the season? Yeah. Push for Rope one of those final playoff in. spots. If we get in with DeGrom, do you think we could pitch him two out of three games? Like, <laughs> uh, I don't know. At I think that's what we're headed to. I'm still. Bullpen had a good week. Centrone. The Astros should suspend him for the rest of the year. If the Astros want to shed their their culture and their identity as the hated, bad culture, it's like, you know, we're at, like, what, 20 games in? They just gave him 20, 20-something more games. Just suspend him for the rest of the year for the Astros. They won't do it because they are embracing this identity for some weird reason. Seems like such an easy move if I'm the Astros to be like, you know what, that was a terrible look for us. We're gonna. We agree with them. We'll be. We'll extend this for another twenty games. But I, yeah, I think. And Jose Altuve is horrible right now. So Alex and Tron, you're not doing your job. And how perfect is it that like we get continue to get so many layup jokes with the Astros? Yeah. That it's the hitting coach, so people can still say, "Oh, the hitting coach is still a bag of trash," or still yeah. trash. It's just everything is had just the too easiest easy. job in baseball the past couple of years because they yeah. had a trash can telling the pitches. You know, um, didn't I? Don't want to like go too far into this, but. Altuve sure. was one of the guys that I remember us saying like didn't use a lot of bands. He, his numbers were very low. Um, he's taking a beating right now because he's not performing that well. Did he have well, a buzzer? We don't know. I'm not. Yeah, uh, we don't know a lot of it. I will say this, man. Talented little body second baseman. Uh, I was kind of on this take before. Like, look at Pedroia's numbers after age 30. I'm not saying it's gonna happen, Altuve. He's had some injuries. He's a little guy. It's a it's an intense sport. Like I think the second half of Altuve's career, the past thirty, ain't gonna look like the pre thirty. So I think that was coming anyways. Um, and I think people are gonna be able to link it to the scandal, which is even worse for him. And dude, I, I mean the way he's reacting, he's always been an intense player. But 
I think he knows like the world hates him now, and he was he was this he was loved little boy. guy. He was the guy that beat out Judge for the MVP, like, and he's just he's, not. He anymore. seemed pretty shook in his interviews afterwards when he had yeah. to come to grips with that. So, it's and it's and I I'll keep going back imagine. to this point. The Astros paid these guys, even yeah. though they knew they were cheating, which is to me like what? Trade Springer at the deadline, Jim. Um, the other thing about su- suspending Cintron, they'll never do it. Because it would that would literally be the first time this organization would show that like they don't believe in their style. Like they don't believe in what they've been about. You know? Yeah, they have embraced it the whole way. I mean crazy. Anyway, um how how deep are we into this episode? An hour? One hour. The rest of these topics I don't have much What do we on. got? Quick hitters. Cincy put a proposal to get fans in the stands. Cincinnati approved it. I think, you know, individual states are not acting in the player's best interest or the people's best interest. (laughs) So we'll see what MLB says. Um, I would hope they just shoot that down and say, nah, we're getting put through the ringer already. We we don't need any more obstacles. Imagine if MLB approves this, then every other state's going to try and prove it that doesn't care about their citizens. And then imagine if some fans all get it, and then you have to worry about that. If I'm MLB, I shoot this down immediately, which moves us next to the bubble. Everyone's saying we need a bubble for the playoffs. I do think we need a bubble. We said this a couple weeks ago, start putting that plan in place. So if either of you have some quick thoughts on the Cincy proposal and the bubble, I just gave mine. Trev, you got anything? I I need to – am I muted? Yeah, I can't hear you. Oh, shit. Jake, you got anything? How about that? How are we in? Sorry. Oh, there you go. There you are. Go, Trev. Uh, I think it's smart. I think um, I don't know how they implement it. They better start planning, like you said. But you can't have teams missing whatever the Cardinals have missed. What, how, how many is it now? 10, 12 days? It's a few. If that happens in the playoffs, what do you do? You just The team forfeits those games. That's the only yeah. way around it. So they got to figure that out. Yeah, I'm starting to feel really bad for the Cardinals. They played five games. They're Jack just, is Flaherty's losing his mind. I yeah. don't blame him. They might just losing be like, his mind, dude. At some point, they may say, "Hey, sorry, you guys aren't in contention." How the I hell think they, they need it. No, they'll, they'll try to do more double headers and stuff, and I mean that that wears on a team just as much. So that's that might be tough to watch. Um, where's the bubble, Jake? Give me your bubble prediction. Ooh, where's the bubble? Bring him to Houston, babe. You think Houston, Why and not? Texas? Let's keep two- multiplying it. Um, let's see. You've got the new ballpark in Dallas. Could see that. Um, kind of like I a think Dallas that's, bubble. How far are those apart from each other, Houston and Dallas? They're uh, like, it's about a three and a half hour drive. I went down to Texas A&M, Alabama game a few years back. Alabama that could rolled, work. rolled damn tied. I think you could do that. I think the California, but I feel like there's obstacles there. Arizona, how about that? You need two. You know what I like about yeah, the bubble plan the most? I just thought of You know what I like about the bubble plan the most? Deck them out with cameras and TV crews and don't have to spread your resources or do with light crews because we have less cameras for these games. And I, I don't be going. What's that? I think I'm in on the bubble. I don't think you can go. Media. Yeah. Well, if we can go, that's cool. But for breakdown purposes, give me more cameras and replays yeah. and angles. If it has to be, if that's the sword I have to fall on, if that's my moment, Jakey in the bubble, like I think feels like one of those life things. Unless we'll we have to sit in the press box. I, I don't want to go and sit in a press box. But I, mean, I do. I love, I love seeing all those miserable guys in the press box because <laughs> it makes me realize how good I have. It's the yeah. best. Perspective is an amazing thing. Yeah, you like setting up in there and then leaving. And then if they're yeah. if you if we're in the bubble, can you interact with guys? So we'll see on that. I think the bubble's a must, just because you're right. I, there is no backup plan. You can't push games back a week. You you just can't. So yeah, interested to see where they land on that. Uh, Do you guys remember the eyes that we were getting at every spring training park? New, would New York be fun? Yanks Mets? No. Yeah. No, I think most of the people that we met at spring training that knew us were very, very nice to us. Like, I don't think we got – we got some stink guys from men who still read newspapers in the morning. I love newspapers. Do not talk poorly about newspapers. Ooh, you knew, you knew I the picture I was describing. Hey, but I think Texas is the only place this works because you got the domes or the roofs at least. There's two, two stadiums there three hours apart. 
Trevor, you ever seen that October baseball in New York City? Mm, too cold. The man. big lights. Oh, that's, that's cool. what it's all about. Yeah, I, I dig 40, it. I dig. That is funny. Forty-five like, degrees. I dig it, but you just don't want to. You don't want if you're not going to risk. If you're trying to mitigate risk, you have the, the roofs make sense. I, that's so different. Um, how we and, see how we see the seasons. Like yeah. Trev, like when I think of playoff baseball, I think of a hoodie and a jersey over the hoodie, and that's the crowd. If we did like every game on the in like the South, and it was just Dodger vibes, but that's just me, and I, that's yeah. just probably Northeast fans because you probably don't think that at all, Trev. It's just weird where our brains go. When like ba- like world- playoff baseball is cold. <laughs> yeah, when I think of the World Series, I think of camping in the cold. I'm always cold watching the World Series. Growing up, every year I was camping, and we'd watch it like on like one of those like bunny ear like things. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. And uh, I let my Whatever. final thing on the bubble um, kind of doesn't matter where it is if you're someone that thinks you have a big bubble take. NBA bubble's been in Florida, which has been one of the worst places, but it's a bubble. That's the whole point. So I, I think they got to. You just you can't hey. build up your whole season. The whole reason we fought through the COVID scares from two weeks ago, the whole reason we're going to give the Cardinals more games, the whole reason we're doing all this is for the playoffs, babe. And I think they're gonna they're gonna secure that. Uh, There's a really nice to. four seasons outside of Dallas. Mm. Big spread. I think that could work for the bubble. I I'm thinking Texas has got to be the play. So you think you do, like central a- location, AL or NL in in Dallas, AL in Dallas, NL in Houston, and then have the champs meet up. Yeah. Yeah, I think that makes the most sense. But we'll see. We'll see. Yep. Quick Cardinals right. news. Flaherty says that he thinks they should be back Friday. That's all I got on that. Sources. Just tweeted out a tweet that everyone from Houston that follows me that I have muted will get very upset about. Mm. Basically what I said. If Houston cared about their rep and culture, they would suspend Cintron themselves the rest of the season and Uh-oh. say that's not what we're about. That's not who we are. But that's who they are, and that's what they're about. Mm. So they won't. It's true. I I believe it, so I'll tweet it. Oh, man. All right. We're out. That sounds awful, so I'll stop it. See you guys. Thank you very much for tuning in.